Hi everybody and welcome back to Nurture and Support, a recommendation podcast sharing all the awesome since 2013. I'm Kelly at K-E-L-L-Y-T-H-U-L on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm Mel at Karmic9 on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> ah. yeah. yeah, I don't I, I don't bother to I, I guess I'm Kelly Tool on there too, but I am <laughs> as we discussed last show, neither of us are active Producers yeah. of content. We're consumers yes. of content on TikTok. Yeah. yeah, just watch the funny videos. You'll never see me post anything ever. I promise you don't want me to. <laughs> the bar's low. There's a few out there that people should have taken that advice, but that's okay. It's fun. It's, a, it's an intriguing environment, that's for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, in the spirit recently of Mel recommending a series that's been out for a while, and maybe a lot of people have already seen, The Witcher which I think is a fantastic recommendation. I'm going to kind of follow suit. And since Mel's kind of getting back into that working through stuff mode, I'm going to kind of give her another one to add to her to her watch list. And this is an Amazon Prime series, and it is The Boys. So I'm assuming you're aware of The Boys, Mel, as far as I the am. concept. Have you seen any of it? No, I've seen little little snippets of promos and stuff. And, and actually, one of my games that I play, Legendary, that I've talked about on the show before, did a whole month-long boys special event where we were getting cards of characters from the show before season two started. So I told myself I'd watch it after that, and I haven't. I've been distracted by my K-dramas. Yeah, that's right. But you're watching one live, so you have, you know, a week in between. You can sneak in an episode or, episode or two of The Boys. Actually, I am waiting for the English translations to get to 100% on the most current episode. And then I can go watch it. Well, uh, my memory fails in my advanced age. But I'm pretty... Didn't you recommend Preacher way, way the comic book Preacher 100 years ago? When you... No, I think maybe Jean's dead. Or, okay. or maybe Mike could have been. It could Mike. have. It could have been Mike. I actually wasn't a big fan of the the comic. Yeah. Oh, I th- yeah. I th- oh I think I think you were recommending a comic you were a big fan of, and maybe we're drawing some either parallels we, or we talked about it because I know you liked the show, and I yeah. think you talked about the show, so maybe we talked about the comic because hmm. I don't think I gave it enough of a of a chance when I should have, but. Yeah. So Garth Garth Ennis is the author of Preacher, also the author of the Boys comic series, uh, graphic novel series. So just like Preacher begat a TV show that people were scratching their heads how they could put that on TV, they did the same thing with the Boys. Preacher was on AMC, so there they were even more restricted than that. But there's a grim world. <laughs> he paints a, a grim world with some pretty pretty tough stuff in it, and they've made some adjustments to the storyline on some of the most like horrible early events just just toned them down slightly kept them pretty horrible but maybe took it back a notch or two a little bit of character gender swapping on characters and doing some things but at the the heart of it you know kind of keeping some of the basics alive but i'm not going to give any spoilers out on either the comic or the show but there were things that 
and this is what I love loved about Preacher and The Walking Dead, was comparing the show back to the graphic novel and where they make choices and differences and all that. I just find that super interesting. So they've they've done one very, very significant plot point that kind of ran through the comics is now kind of clearly not a plot point in the series, which will be interesting because it was somewhat involved in how things all eventually wrapped up. Because as a going concern, the boys' graphic novel's done. There won't, I don't think there'll be more. And there will be, I think, just this final season, maybe? A season three. So season two just completed uh, recently. They Their first year, they did the typical big drop, and you got all the episodes in one shot and could kind of binge your way through it. This year, they released the first, at least the first two. I think it may have actually been the first three. They released those all initially and then went into a weekly rotation after that to to get through the remaining episodes. It is, what if superheroes were basically incredibly horrible people? And that's the basic premise of it from there. And fantastic... They prove that premise. Yeah, they prove it again and again. Fantastic cast. Carl Urban as Billy Butcher, who's the main protagonist, fighting against the soups, is hilarious, menacing at the same time. So this really good combination of things. He has a limited vocabulary. His go-to word, if we won't be talking about on this particular episode. Oh, I like him already. Yeah. (laughs) He hits the language hard, for sure. Jack Quaid is also in it and plays Huey and is eerily remnant. He has the Quaid genes. (laughs) You can just see that this is like a Quaid larva (laughs) kind of walking around there. Super funny guy, really good on social media as well. Then uh, Anthony Starr plays Homelander who's the Superman of the group, and the biggest problem, shall we say. Yeah, he's a soup, right? Yep. Yeah, Yeah, he's like, he is like Superman, but big American flag um, cape, uh, eagles on the shoulders, red and blue color scheme. And Mm -hmm. they they touch off on all of them. There's an Aquaman character called The Deep, (laughs) who uh, Aquaman didn't get a lot of love (laughs) in the... uh, uh, superhero pantheon uh he he kind of fits in that kind of not so cool aquaman camp uh versus the, the buffer uh aquaman we've been exposed to more recently but the cast and the, and the remainder of the cast is fantastic uh as well aaron moriarty plays starlight and she's uh she's fantastic they're all good they're all the actors are good they're fun they're engaging if you're you know offended by language not the episode for you if you're offended by unpleasant scenes <laughs> not the show for you much like much like Preacher, uh, so I think it it gives Preacher easily a run for his money. In fact, each each year they wonder how they can kind of top. Well, what could we do this year? There are many interesting moments in the show, but it is it is really kind of interesting to watch. It's a fantastic watch. Uh, they have kind of paired with it something that's kind of like the talk show after, like they used to do for Walking Dead and all those types of things that Aisha Taylor uh, hosts, and they bring on cast members. Pretty entertaining. You get a lot of kind of inside scoop on that. It kind of, to me, it suffers from what all those post shows do. That it just feels a little, a little gimmicky, a little too a little forced, a little forced, a little too, you know. What? Let's talk about which was the most awesome ep- part of this episode that was completely awesome all the way through. And so, not really a critical discussion of it, but still fun to hear the actors, see the actors interact, and all that kind of stuff. So, really, really cool. So, I had seen it. It really seemed like something I was going to enjoy. I hadn't gotten to it for some time. I finally. Started watching it. Season two had just started, so I worked my way through season one really quickly. Got caught up and uh, uh, truly enjoyed it. So 
If you hadn't had a chance to move the boys up high on your watch list, I highly recommend you do it. Again, big caveats is not family friendly, going to be a little dark from time to time, but I think a fantastic show. Yeah, it seems like something I would like. I like I like a good anti-hero <laughs> anyway, and not I, I've never been a huge fan of superheroes for the most part. So I thought the premise sounded really right up my alley. I just I haven't gotten to it. So I think it's I think it'll be it'll be pretty, especially as it's something that I can watch on the tablet. <laughs> <laughs> so that's cool. Well, my recommendation this week is going to be a YouTube channel about art. So Kelly's talked a lot about graphic software lately, and this YouTube channel actually deals with an art program that you use on your tablet, specifically an iPad because it's Procreate. I don't believe Procreate works on Android tablets. I think it's only Apple. So... I've talked a lot about how I'm not very artistic in the drawing sense. I can't draw. I'm not very good with using all of these software programs. So YouTube has tutorials on everything. I've watched tutorials for Procreate before, and I think they just go over my head. I've tried to read books about how to work Procreate, and none of it really sinks in. So I finally found a YouTube channel that actually just kind of cropped up in my recommendations one day, and I decided to give it a try. She does tutorials in a, in a kind of different way. You watch her do something that is pretty simplistic, and you can follow along with her, and she's showing you the tools that she's using in Procreate, and how she's making the shape and she doesn't go into a lot of long-winded explanations of things so for those of you out there who learn better by watching something simplistic being made and then you're building up your skills to maybe make something more complicated this is a really good youtube channel i think for that if you have a desire to learn how to work procreate and the youtube channel is called art with flow and her name is Flo, F-L-O. So she has several out right now for like Halloween themed. So I started actually with one she put up about three weeks ago, which was the videos called You Can Draw This Spooky Landscape in Procreate. And it's really, it's not a complicated picture, but it is a full, it is a full landscape, cartoonish looking with a little kind of haunted house up on a hill with a driveway and lights in the windows and and weird shapes and you have a night sky and a moon and she goes through how to make the entire thing and I have to say there were points at which I was very skeptical <laughs> about whether I was going to be able to make this work but it it turned out it turned out possible I can't you know I can't say oh it looks nothing like hers so I was pretty happy with it. I was like, wow, at the end of this 35-minute video, I have a spooky house in Procreate that I made all by my little self. I was proud of myself. You, One of the good things is, if you have an iPad, to use this, you don't necessarily have to have an Apple Pencil. And she doesn't, she uses an Apple Pencil to do her drawings, but, you know, she 
she doesn't make the judgment call that everybody out there has an Apple pencil to use. So you can tell you just make this line with your finger and do all of that, which I thought was kind of a nice touch because some of these people assume that we all have all of these fancy gadgets. And I did this with my first gen Apple pencil. You know, I think we're in second gen now and it's fancier than the old one that I have. And my iPad is actually quite old at this point. I have the 9.7 inch iPad Pro, like the first gen of that. They don't even make that model anymore, I believe. I think they just, they, they only made it that one year and then it's gone. So I don't know if that makes it five years old or something like that, which is pretty old for an iPad these days. Anyway, I did this pretty, pretty well on my older equipment with my first gen Apple Pencil. But she has the um, palette that she uses in her, her drawing. So with Procreate, you can download special palettes and you can download brushes to install into Procreate that you're going to use for different, for different things. For most of her videos, she includes her palette and even a brush or two that might be special that she's using to help you. So brushes, as Kelly knows, I'm sure, but probably most of you have messed with this know, you can get brushes that make particular shapes. It's not just, you know, one that does a brush pattern. Some of them actually make a shape. And she has one video where she does a landscape with a deer in the forefront and she gives you the brush to make the deer. <laughs> so, you know, when you're, when you're a newbie at all of this, the deer is going to be a little bit out of your range of being able to draw a believable deer. So she gives you the brush that will put the deer shape in, in your landscape. And I'm like, that's what I need. I need brushes to make these deer which I thought was cool and she gives those away for free she also sells some of her brushes in a gumroad um, store but she on her videos she's always giving away a brush or two that's free for you to download to help you work through these videos and so she's got a big wide variety that some of them start out really simplistic and they move up to ones that are more complicated. She's got some portraits on there, which she's not really doing tutorials for the full portraits, but she'll do speed painting, kind of explaining what she's doing. But she has small tutorials for how to do particular aspects of those complicated portraits to help you improve your skills. I, I haven't bothered to watch any of those because that's so far out of my skill range that I don't even want to look at that because that's when I get discouraged that I can't do any of this. But she's got all sorts of, I think they're cute and would be happy if I could do them. So for Halloween, she's got this spooky house. She's got another house that's a haunted house that's more, a little bit more in depth, a little more complicated than the spooky house. And she's got a Day of the Dead skull that's pretty cool. And you can find all sorts of different things. She has cartoonish eyes, just making the colored part of the eyes, which is useful for me for crafting stuff in my, my art dolls that I make out of polymer clay. A lot of times I, I, I like to make my own eyes and I'm not very good at it. <laughs> and so people, there are places where you can go on Etsy or different um, doll stores 
and by somebody else having made a digital print, a digital print of an eye for you to make your own eyes. And I'm, I don't really like doing that because they're not exactly what I want. So I haven't gone through her eye tutorial yet, but I was happy to see that she had one that was going to step me through how to make my own. And that way it would be exactly like I like it. So it's Art with Flow on YouTube. And if you have a hankering to learn some Procreate on your iPad, but you're not really an artist and you have no formal art training and have no idea where to start, her videos are really good to just kind of get you actually making something to show you that you can do it and move through some of her tutorials that get a little a little more complicated. She has realistic eyes. She has realistic facial features. She really likes to do portraits, it looks like, but she does a lot of a lot of other more complicated stuff. So she gives you kind of the base base blocks that you need to kind of get started because those programs have a lot of functions. And for me in particular, it's like clipping masks and 18 layers. And she, you learn by watching her do it and then you're doing it at the same time. And you can see why you're doing the layers in that way or you're applying the mask to this layer and not this other layer. And she explains she explains it in a way that's not so long-winded that you tune her out. So the videos are all pretty short, about 20 to 35 minutes or so. And that's a good chunk of time that you can basically complete something or pause it and rewind. I had to do that a few times because for some reason my airbrush brush wasn't doing what hers was doing and I couldn't understand why. But anyway, I figured it out. So it's nice to have a little completed little little project at the end that you can go, hey, I made this. And it doesn't look much worse than hers. So hey, it's good. So are we going to be able to include this fine piece of art in our blog post? <laughs> I, will, I, I, will, I will send it to you. Awesome. That's a really cool recommendation. I am somewhat deeply disappointed in you, though, because you have, you have reinforced a very popular flat well one flat earther <laughs> has a theory uh -uh. Uh -huh. that all penguins are fake <laughs> they're really there's really no such thing because if you look at a picture of a penguin they don't really look real and the ones that you see swimming in a zoo are likely animatronics are they? and okay. this is all tied to the fact that the poles the wall would be where the pole is at so there really aren't these creatures here but they're making one up because sometimes there's pictures of the north and south pole and sometimes you see you know penguins in in one of those and so he was convinced that photoshop has a penguin brush <laughs> and, and, <laughs> oh, no. and he goes yeah so they just take a picture and they go penguin 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 and they just because see they all look the same so i'm sure there's a photoshop brush and it's just penguin 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 ah. and he goes on and on about it and uh, so you you blew the lid off the cover off there with the deer I... brush further reinforcement that there is indeed probably that penguin brush out there and penguins are fake because they have to be <laughs> i guess i don't it... I, i'm so sorry i let the penguin out of the bag there's probably a photoshop tool where you can just click the mouse and it'll make a penguin for you make a penguin make a penguin make a penguin that, that's what most penguin stuff looks to me it's like it's a stamp well, there we go, ladies and gentlemen. Pictures of penguins are made by an automatic computer that's set on... Make a penguin. Make a penguin. Make a penguin. Hard to argue with that one, isn't it, guys? 
a little um it's a little disappointing but we'll overcome we will overcome cool <laughs> yes well we will look ex- uh look looking forward to including uh, your artwork uh in in the next blog post with for this one here that'll be very very cool and uh don't point and laugh folks oh <laughs> They, they admitted already, I can't draw, yeah. so they've already been exposed to my you know early attempts at GIMP with a couple logos. So, uh, and it's and what you talked about with her is the same reason when, when I made my recommendation a couple episodes ago was that it's nice when you've got someone who who obviously knows this stuff inside and out will take the time in a non condescending way to kind of say I'm doing this and here's why I'm doing it and I'm glad you got a little bit better handle on masks because. I, that's always eluded me <laughs> and he's done a good job on the ones I've watched on, on his to mm-hmm. help me kind of get it. Um, logos by Nick. I'm still, I'm going to need a few more repeats before I feel like really hundred percent mask knowledgeable, but I'm getting closer. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't feel like I could make this without her, but I can go through this video and follow her steps as she's telling me what to do. Cause she tells you, go here, pick this color, go use this brush. And we're going to make this shape. And, you know, when my shape didn't look like hers, I'd have to pause and go back. And, you know, that's one of the great things of digital art. The undo button in Procreate is unlimited. <laughs> yeah, been there. <laughs> it is It is a super, it's my, it probably good. my favorite feature. I need to use it. Yep. Same thing. Yeah. yeah. And to me, and that's more freeing to me than I'm one of those people that has a fear of making an ugly mark on a on the page on doing it, you know, in real life. And so that's always stopped me from doing, doing much actual physical art and trying to do it. Cause I, I just have this, this problem with that. And it's not just me. It's a lot of people that have that issue. I'm also one of those people that collects journals and they're all blank <laughs> because, you know, I don't want to write something in it and have it be messy and then you can't rip out the page they're bound journals and and yeah so um i suffer from this in many aspects of my life and i am heartened to know that i am not the only one in talking to many people online they all have that problem many do and uh so anyway it's a fear i have so the digital aspect of this is i can undo it nothing's permanent Awesome. Well, I think to wrap things up, gosh, it's been a long time since I've done this. So much like penguins are fake, Matt Shivers is fake. He is basically a Photoshop brush. And we're going to hand it over to him where he will give you all the information on how you can connect to nurture and support. Uh, So thanks for listening this week, everybody. Bye. You can contact us on our website, nurtureandsupport.net, or email us at nurtandsup at gmail.com. That's N-U-R-T-A-N-D-S-U-P-P at gmail.com, or tweet us at Nert and Sup on Twitter. You can also catch Nurture and Support on YouTube. Nurturing and supporting. Turn it.